Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to Saving Lives in Slow Motion. It's 2022 and we are almost at the end of January. Where did it all go? Now, I haven't got a huge agenda for this particular pod episode, but I wanted to talk about time and how best to use it, because I think it's more topical now than ever before. And I know with um, a lot of podcasts, a lot of books, you know, people quote all these very wise people. Um, And I'm going to do the exact opposite. One of my favourite quotes that has stayed with me since I was uh, 13 years old when this movie first came out is what Ferris Bueller says. It's it's a movie that, um, yeah, is kind of perfect for its time, I'd say. Um, And one of the things this very brave and cavalier schoolboy who's afraid of no one says is... Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. And I think anyone who's heard my episode on grief and bereavement will remember that I said that one of my reflections on that process was that time suddenly becomes of the essence. You realise that that is probably, arguably, our most precious commodity. So I thought what I'd share with you is, is what I have done in the last six months or so to give myself more time. It's the one thing that people seem to lack in the modern day. There's never enough time to do anything or it gets used up mindlessly, um, which I do as well, you know, scrolling through Instagram feeds or just loafing around, you know, or, or, or thinking about too many things at once and then having to kind of deal with them. And then before you know it, a whole evening is gone. Now everyone is different. Um, I'm someone who gets bored quite quickly and so I don't like rules and too much in the way of structure. I find them really inhibiting and quite stressful in some ways. It's an odd thing because people who love routine um, won't really understand that but that's just me. And so when it comes to optimizing my time I've got to be really clever so that it fits around my own idiosyncrasies. So what I did was I did a very simple exercise. There's nothing clever here and you don't need any tools. I just reflected on what it is that takes up the most time for me each day. So there are certain things that are absolutely essential and are protected. For example, going to the loo, brushing your teeth, school runs, for example, tidying up the house you know, doing the washing up, whatever. These are essential things that 
you have to do. You could almost call them chores in, in some way, shape or form. And even for those, because occasionally they're boring, I will try and make them as much fun as possible. Brushing your teeth with your left hand, that type of thing, or if time allows, taking a different route on the school run. Then um, the next section I would call obligations. So these are things that you have either signed up to doing or you just have to do. So a good example of that would be pay a tax bill or keep up with your mandatory training for your work or of course work itself, um, which as we know in this day and age can spiral out of control and eat into, in inverted commas, your free time. Now my first observation about these two first chunks, if you like, of time, um, the chores, in inverted commas, and obligations, you know, and, and I say chores, but they can be very pleasurable as well. You know, I, I enjoy dropping my children off to school because you get to spend time with them. Some people farm those out. If they've got the means, you know, they it's a real luxury to be able to do that, but, you know, they are so busy and they're so time poor that those things are either they get help from a friend or they pay someone to do those things for them. There's no judgment here at all, and I just want you to hold that in your mind. Obviously, some things you can't farm out, like going to the loo, but um, I wanted to mention it because if you're listening to this and you think, I can barely manage um, the chores and obligations, you know, and that's about all I've got time for in my life, then you're not alone, you know, as in that is a very common feeling, this feeling of overwhelm where you can barely do the basics, you know, people are struggling to kind of manage at the moment. My own theory about that is that we've become slightly deconditioned during the COVID-19 pandemic. So things that we used to do regularly, we don't do so much. So for example, after being totally locked down for a few months, when we started seeing patients face-to-face -face more often, it was amazing how much slower we were, not just because we had to clean the rooms down, um, this is at my work in general practice, obviously, um, but you're just not used to having those conversations in, in, in a quick period of time, plus people had saved more things up, so occasionally I'll go on for 40 or 50 minutes with each person rather than 10, and that's what we call deconditioning it's just I'm not been used to doing that at the rate that I was doing it where you're seeing you know 20 25 people a morning okay so they're the first two things chores obligations what's next what else uses up our time by the way I should have included in the obligation sections um, other essential things you know the role of being a carer is a big one whether you're a parent or you're caring from for someone else now one of the things about chores and obligations is that you are in control of those in some way so they're things you have to do which means in a way they control you but you are in charge of, of doing them the next thing I thought about was things that impinge on my time people who who want my time for things and that nowadays includes certainly for me whatsapp and email and text message and to some extent social media. So one of the things I don't really like about WhatsApp and email, although they've revolutionized the speed at which we communicate, is there is often a lack of thinking. 
So people will mindlessly forward you an email or WhatsApp you at 1.30am because something's on their mind and they're worried about something. They dump their worries or their problems on you. So for this, it can be quite useful to set some boundaries. So no one says that WhatsApp requires an immediate response or a text message requires an immediate response. You know, and it slightly drives me nuts because even with things that are not urgent, I will occasionally get a WhatsApp message telling me that I've been sent an email about something, all of which I can look at on my phone. It says more about the other person's anxiety and the difficulty with these people that are a bit anxious is the more you ignore it or take time to get back to them the more they hound you and it it, I have to say given my personality that kind of thing slowly kills someone like me Um, I just cannot do it or deal with it and it's sort of hmm yeah you know I'm not blaming anyone for being anxious and one of the problems with whatsapp I think is that you know, it's just so mixed up, depending on how you use it. So one minute, you know, there's one chat about, um, you know, fun things, pictures of your, you know, children or your family on holiday um, with your best mates. And then on another chat, there's all this sort of heavy stuff to do with work. And it it becomes a bit jumbled. Um, And A, I don't think that's very good for our brains, because you're constantly having to effectively multitask and switch from um, one gear to the next metaphorically and secondly unless you've agreed in principle that's how you're going to communicate who says that that's the way that it should be I mean um, you know what happened to ringing someone because if you call someone it means it's really important and, and that's the way I've decided to go because if it's really important ring me because if it's not, then, you know, don't don't bother trying to get in touch. And I think this group I call I call time stealing, time stealers, if you like. Um, it's not to say these things are not important. They, they are. But there's a time and place for them. And there are two reflections I've got there. One is that when I was much younger and much less busy, um, I remember I had to get a document signed off by a hospital consultant in order to sign off my GP training. For some reason, they, were, they needed nine signatures, and I had eight. And I remember sort of getting in touch with this consultant secretary in a hospital saying, I, I really need to see him, like, like now. He needs to sign this thing now, not really realising how busy he was. And it took several days, and I, I managed to sort of grab two minutes of his time thinking... What's so difficult? It's only like a little signature. I mean, I could have just caught you any time. But, but actually, you know, it's only 20, 20 years down the line, I now realise just how busy he would have been and how, you know, even though I wanted that small sliver of his time, how difficult that might be to fit into his schedule. So it's given me more of an understanding of other people's time and, and its value, which is something I think that's really important. It's, it's important to respect. The other thing is when you don't know someone uh, and you have a fresh contact by email or by WhatsApp and occasionally friends of friends or someone will get in touch with you going, oh, I've been put in touch with you by so-and-so. Can you help me with this? And and I'm the first thing is I'm now absolutely brutal. If I haven't got time, I'll say, 
I'm really sorry, I've got to politely decline this because I've just got too much on my plate. And most people don't mind and they go, oh, thanks very much for getting back to me, there's no problem. Some people just push it and they go, yeah, perhaps you could just do this instead. And that is, for me, overstepping a boundary. And unfortunately, some people just don't know when to stop pushing. But that's, again, a reflection on them. So one way I've got around that is that on some of my emails, not not all of them, at the bottom, I have a little footer. And the footer says, Occasionally, I will reply to emails outside normal working hours, but I value people's free time and do not expect you to do the same. Now, that might sound a bit wacky, but it gives the other person permission not to panic. And, you know, beyond that, feel obliged to be scrolling through their phone at midnight, replying to emails. Certainly not to me. And, of course, if it was that important, I would phone that person. I just did something inadvertent there. I... I, I said the word that, and it sounded like I said a D at the end of it, which um, always used to make me laugh. It's the way that Sadiq Khan used to say city. He used to say city. I love this city. Anyway, silly observation. Um, let's move on. Okay, what are the other time stealers? Um, there are lots. I mean, people. There are certain people that will do that. And, and that's a difficult one because relationships are complex and... Friendships, for example, um, you, you know, how many times have you felt that some of your friendships are one-sided? That's one for you to kind of work out yourself and have frank conversations. And again, not being afraid of boundaries. There's no need to be rude or aggressive. You just, if you if you can't, if you haven't got time, you just say, I'm really sorry, I've got a lot on my plate. Um, I can't deal with this right now. And I guess... You know, when you when you do this exercise on yourself, what, what the bit the chunk of time you want left behind, which is the bit that you want to savor, is all meant to be devoted to the future and planning the future and having fun. And what's weird for me is I said earlier on that I I don't do particularly well with structure, which I realise is a, is, a, is a failing in a way because because most people do like structure. What's strange is I actually do like structure when it comes to anything that's not a chore or obligation anything that's fun yeah that that's another thing to think about yourself for example if you are a perfectionist then your time might get stolen more by the fact that you have to do everything absolutely perfectly and one of the learnings that you may have to take on board is just letting go and accepting that good enough is good enough so when you look at your your areas the chores the obligations the time stealers and the fun and the future, you know, which which I lump into one thing. Um, it's worth thinking about whether you and your own little foibles impact any of those. Are you a people pleaser who, who really wants to reply to that email straight away? Perhaps you're the person who does expect um, the email back immediately. How do you manage that? How do you not irritate the other person? These are all things to think through. And my own view is that these things are solved with conversations, not by text messages, WhatsApp or emails, because things get lost in those types of media. Just look at social media, which I touched on earlier, and the amount of discourse and arguments that happen. 
um, because of the way that we all individually see the world. So I hope that's been uh, of some use. It was a bit of a nebulous, reflective episode, really, on time and roles and dynamics and how you can just look at your own life, really, through the lens of time. I know a lot of people do that because their jobs demand it. So for some of you, it won't be that difficult. So I'm going to leave you with um, two things. One is a tool, which I use when I'm overwhelmed. And the second is, of course, a quote, because I love those. So the tool that I use is what I call ABC. And that is that I write down a list of all the things that I need to get done if I'm very busy. And then I go through that list again. And anything that's really, really important, I put an A next to. And anything that's slightly less important, I put a B next to. And anything that can wait or is not that important, I put a C next to. And then I cross out all the Cs and they've gone. And then I repeat the same thing, you know, either in a week or whenever else uh, I need to do it. Um, The main thing is that nothing fun goes on that list because you still need to protect that time for yourself in terms of the future, family time or whatever it is that you want to do in that block that is for you. So I don't know whether you want to try that if you're someone who struggles with time, but it's pretty liberating. As usual, I'm going to be posting some links um, around time. I'm sure many of you will have seen them, things like time management grids and the like. And finally, the quote. How many quotes are there on time? Loads of them. My favourite one is by the great Miles Davis. And the quote is, Time isn't the main thing. It's the only thing. And with that, I'll leave you to get on with whatever you are going to get on with today. And whatever you do, I hope you do enjoy your time and make the most of it. And for now, goodbye, and I will see you again very soon. Do stay well. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.